everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this special 4th of July Friday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Big, <laughs> big weekend this weekend? Holiday weekend? Yeah. Yeah, we have some things planned. We have some days that aren't planned, which is rare this summer. So maybe spend a little time in the garden, a little time by the pool. Yeah. Hope everybody gets to take some time. Maybe go to a cookout, check out some fireworks, and celebrate America. Yeah, right. But uh, let's celebrate Disney and okay. uh, head over to the Disney Parks blog. Sounds good. Um, the full lineup for the 2022 Eat to the Beat concert series at Epcot has been released. That's right, because if you remember, starting July 14th, it's the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival presented by Corksicle. Remember when that used to be in the fall? Yeah. <laughs> now it's like uh, 362 days <laughs> of the year is this festival. Um, so July 14th and 15th, the Baja Men, July 16th through 18th, Big Voodoo Daddy, July 22nd and 23rd, Tonic, they're new. July 24th and 25th, Jeremy Camp, he's new. July 29th and 30th, Taylor Dane, and July 31st and August 1st, Tiffany. All right, August 5th through August 8th, Joey Fatone and Friends, August 12th through the 13th, the Devin Elman Project, August 14th and 15th, Christopher Cross, August 16th to the 20th, Journey former lead vocalist Steve O'Gary. Uh, August 21st and 22nd, Air Supply. August 26th and 27th, Blanco Brown. August 28th to 29th, 98 Degrees. All right, September 2nd and 3rd, South Southern Avenue. September 4th and 5th, Chris Allen and David Cook. September 9th through 10th, Hoobastank, they're new. <laughs> September 11th through 12th, Jimmy Allen. September 16th through 17th, Los Amigos Invisibles, they're new to uh, the concert series. September 18th and 19th, American Authors. September 23rd through 24th, Amer- uh, sorry, B.B. Mac. September 25th and 26th, Postmodern Jukebox, I enjoy them. September 30th through October 1st, Stokely, he's new. All right, October 2nd and 3rd is Sheila E., uh, the 7th and 8th is Mark Wills. The 9th and 10th is 38 Special. Uh, October 14th and 15th is Randolph, the Robert Randolph Band. That's, they're new. Um, and then the 16th to 17th is Newsboys, also uh, new to the series. Um, October 21st and 22nd, Ray Parker Jr., also new. Um, October 23rd and 24th is Billy Ocean. And October 28th to 31st, one of my favorites, Hanson. All right, we're nearing the end here. November 4th through 7th, Boys to Men. November 11th and 12th, Kenny G. November 13th through 14th, Sugar Ray. And if you'd like to check out any of those acts, you can get reserved seating by getting an Eat to the Beat dining package, which is available on Friday through Monday evenings in Epcot at Perfect. select restaurants. Good. All right, um, Shanghai Disneyland um, had its reopening, and they have some some footage of that for the Disney Parks blog. Yeah, just a little bit of a thank you uh, from the parks leader, uh, Joe Schott, who is the president and general manager of the Shanghai Disney Resort. They did open up today, which is uh, June 30th, and they've been closed since, what, March, February, somewhere around there. And uh, hopefully they're uh, going to be open for, for good now. Right. Okay. Um, the winning vote for the next Legacy Star Wars lightsaber hilt has been revealed, and it is... That's right. The winning lightsaber hilt is Padawan Caleb Doom, also known as Kanan Jarrus. Uh, so uh, you can get that lightsaber beginning July 1st at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities uh, at the Walt Disney World Resort. Okay. And that's available while supplies last. Very good. 
Oh, and so that's it out of the Disney Parks blog. And we head over to Disneyland, where in addition to that lightsaber hilt, uh, you can also get the Plo Kloon and Asok, uh, no, Ahsoka Tano legacy lightsaber hilts uh, at Galaxy's Edge, both in Disney World and Disneyland. All right. Um, Disney is going to be sharing more on the Princess and the Frog Splash Mountain overlay at the Essence Festival of Culture in New Orleans. That's right. It was just a rumor, but now it's official uh, that Disney will have a panel while at the Essence Festival of Culture in New Orleans. And it will be at July 1st at 2.30 p.m. It will be called the Tiana Reimagined Panel, and it will showcase news of Princess and the Frog and reveal of Tiana's new look. So uh, that's uh, pretty exciting. She's going to have a new look? Well, the attraction's going to have a new look. Oh, gotcha. Um, The Disneyland ticket has been um, redesigned, and it now has characters like Mickey Mouse, Mrs. Incredible, and Spider-Man. That's right. This is the last new ticket design since last year's Galaxy's Edge-inspired Stormtrooper. And uh, Cheryl mentioned there's a bunch of uh, new ticket designs. And each one says, welcome to your happiest, and then has a colorful colorful character background. So if you collect paper tickets, uh, you can head over to Disneyland and get the new ones. Okay. Um, so we know that the Finding Nemo submarine voyage is uh, just about ready to open. Um, there's some other information about that. That's right. They've removed the construction walls. So you can now see the uh, water uh, that has been refilled in the lagoon. And, of course, you can see Hank Hank the Septopus sitting on a rock in the middle of the lagoon. Uh, it's kind of funny that he's actually giving the side eye to the uh, seagulls that are across <laughs> the way. Cool. Uh, Seaside Souvenirs has reopened at Paradise Gardens Park at California Adventure. I'll tell you what. I didn't even know they were closed, but they underwent a brief refurbishment. Okay. Um, there was some thought that they would be getting a new name after their sign was removed, but apparently the sign just underwent a refurbishment as well. Very good. Got to keep the signs looking fresh. Yeah. Okay. At California Adventure, their uh, version of a Halloween party is the Oogie Boogie Bash, and they've had two new villain characters that uh, might be coming. That's right. They're teasing two new characters. They haven't exactly said who they are. Um, But there is a wilting flower in a teapot and three candles going out. Uh, Supposedly, the wilting flower represents Madame Mim from The Sword in the Stone, and the candles represents Mother Gothel from the Tangled series. So uh, we should find out soon who those characters are. Mother Gothel's the best. Yes. Let's head over to Walt Disney World. Okay. Some more themed elements have been added to the Tron Light Cycle Run entrance at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. This project... uh, You know, we talk about Tron, but it's actually three pieces of construction all going on in one spot. And that is the Tron Light Cycle Run, the Walt Disney World Railroad, and the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, which, of course, we've mentioned before, has the walkway that's alongside the uh, speedway there. Uh, So they're they're just putting in some new elements. Uh, There is some new white paneling that's been installed along the edge of the canopy, along the coaster track. Uh, On the ground, they're walking on the workways, uh, and they have set up one area that goes over to uh, Storybook Circus. Uh, They have a new wooden steel structure that is being built at the front of the walkways. And, um, you know, you've got to move a lot of people there through there. So it's a, you know, there's a walkway that goes up to Tron. There's a walkway that goes over to Storybook Circus. You've got the train that goes through there. So there's a, there's a whole lot of stuff converging at that, that one point. Um, So, uh, you know, we'll see what it, what it looks like and uh, 
you, you don't really understand the size of how big this is until you see a truck parked in the middle of one of the walkways yeah. and it could fit probably about seven or eight trucks across. Yeah. Uh, so this is a big walkway and hopefully uh, 2022, you know, construction wraps up and, and ride testing and then 2023 we get the ride to open. Yeah. Okay, the Harmony Barbershop at the Magic Kingdom um, is going to be reopening. It is now fully booked, and some new pricing has been revealed. That's right. It's going to reopen on July 31st, and they have released some updated uh, pricing. Uh, right now, uh, the reservations calendar only goes through August 8th, and all of the time slots were booked within 45 minutes of reservations opening this morning. Uh, so the new prices are a child's haircut, $20. My first haircut, $28. An adult haircut starts at $21. And a beard trim is $8. Starts at. Starts at. They all start at. Right. Now, you may wonder what the My First Haircut experience includes. Uh, That includes an embroidered Mickey ear hat and a milestone certificate. Uh, So, you know, just considering the fact that that Mickey ear hat is probably $15 or $20 uh, for a $28 haircut. Uh, That's not a bad deal. Uh, so if you don't show up for your reservation or not, or don't cancel within 24 hours, this is just like a dining reservation and you will be charged $10. All those place prices are super reasonable. Well, considering they start at. So you walk in thinking your adult haircut starts at $21, but then you actually want them to use scissors. Well, now it's $35. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hey, you know who we haven't heard from in a while? Oh, Zach Ridley. Yeah, Zach Ridley. Uh, in his latest Instagram post, he is showing off some of the detailed touches uh, for the metal tile, uh, metal tiles that are on the ground at Dreamers Point in Epcot. Uh, Dreamers Point is going to be uh, where the uh, new Walt statue is installed, and uh, it's at the center of World Celebration. So, um, you know, we'll we'll get to learn more about these walkway elements that are metal panels of weathered steel. He shows the most odd and unsuspecting details. He's he's very much into detail. Yeah. But, like, it's so close, like, it would be nice to see it from far away. But if you wanted to see what a uh, ceramic tile looks like at, like, a five-time magnification. Uh, <laughs> Two this, inches this from is your the nose. Picture. Yeah, this is yeah. the picture to look at. So it looks like Zach's working on Dreamer's Point now. So we should okay. be getting lots of information about that. All right. Uh, over at Hollywood Studios, they caught a guest bringing a handgun with 12 rounds in. That's right. A 44-year-old guest from Miami got, in an argument, got into an argument with her husband when he brought his handgun on their family vacation. Um, so that gun ended up getting the woman in trouble. Apparently, it was in a, a cooler. Uh, and uh, when they tried to enter Hollywood Studios later that morning, um, they found a 9mm Smith & Wesson, Wesson handgun. And um, she thought it was a battery charger. Uh, but the gun had a magazine with 12 rounds in it. Well, you know, that ruined her day. You know why? Because she got banned. She got banned from Disney property. Um, so uh, that's the deal. She was trespassed with from Disney property. So that uh, case is now going to the uh, state's attorney's office. Hmm. I mean, that sucks for her if that's really the case that she didn't know he had it. All right. Uh, all right. Star Wars character meet and greets have now been removed from Lightning Lane access at Hollywood Studios, even though they were just put on. That's right. And they're not even reopening until July 17th. And we mentioned, I think, in our last show that they were being added to Lightning Lane. Well, now they are being removed. Okay. Glad we covered that story. Right. Um, the Harambe Village Acrobats have returned to Animal Kingdom. Yay. Things are almost back to normal in the village of Harambe. Nice. Uh, enjoy the uh, acrobats, and uh, they are back and performing. 
they're doing their little dance. They're setting up their uh, mat and they're doing uh, impressive tricks. Are they, the they try, they try to like involve the crowd. Too, Sometimes they? they do. Okay. I mean, you know, they don't try to make you do like no. flips in the air they, or anything. No, they but. can't make you. <laughs> Uh, the new Orange Bird um, annual pass holder magnet is coming to Disney Springs on July 5th. That's right. If you're an annual pass holder, you can pick up your complimentary magnet from Disney Springs. Uh, the magnet was revealed earlier in the pass holder buzz section of the My Disney Experience app, which is a section of the app only available to uh, annual pass holders. Uh, the magnet's going to be available from July 5th through August 5th or while supplies last, and it can be picked up at the Disney's Wonderful World of Memories at Disney Springs Desk from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, there's going to be a virtual queue each morning at 9.30 a.m., and you can get into that queue through the My Disney Experience app as long as you are within 45 miles of Disney Springs. Do you think they're ever going to sell annual passes again? Um, they actually just stopped selling some of them. There's still one that's available. There is? There is. I didn't know they had them. We'll talk about that after the show. Okay. Um, the food guide to flavors of Florida um, for Disney Springs is released. That's right. The flavors of Florida presented by Corksicle is going to take place from July 5th through August 14th. Over 30 Disney Springs restaurants and shops will be participating uh, with fresh Floridian flavors and merchandise. Uh, so there's all sorts of stuff uh, available if you like uh, Florida. <laughs> if you like Florida. The Southern Fried Hand Pies, which are pastries with moonshine glaze, strawberry compote, and a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. Okay. That sounds kind of good. That does it. So you know what's opening next week? Thor, Love and Thunder. That's right. And you know what you can get right now? Um, no. A limited edition Thor, Love and Thunder Magic Band for oh. $39.99. That's a pricey magic band. Uh, that it, it, well, it's, it's the cost of the special magic bands now. It is a limited edition with a production run of 4,520. Uh, Thor and Jane Foster are on the box, and it's a uh, pretty impressive, uh, impressive uh, magic band. Is it? It's not a magic band plus, though, and that, that still turns me off. I mean, the box is cool, but the magic band itself is... Bleh. Yeah, it's not very exciting. So you buy it for the box. Ah, a Florida Man story. Yeah, I love Florida Man. Go ahead. So a Florida man posed as a cast member and stole a whole bunch of stuff. Great. Um, apparently, he had a uh, application in to join the Walt Disney World Security Department, and he went around stealing things to show them how lax their security was. Um, he stole a ten thousand dollar R two D two droid, which sits outside of Shula's restaurant at the uh, Swan Resort. He stole a um, a duck uh, video game. Uh, from uh, one of the resorts. I, I'm not sure which one. Um, so he's uh, he's been arrested, unfortunately. And uh, this isn't his first run-in with Disney. Apparently on Valentine's Day, he charged a $700 gold necklace to somebody else's room at the Four Seasons Resort. Uh, and he was arrested for that earlier in the summer as well. Um, before he moved to Florida, he stole about $15,000 from a school system in Baltimore County where he was an elementary school principal. Yikes. So, yeah, he's he's just bad news. I um, mean, an elementary school principal, you've got to kind of, like, be up there. Like yeah. you're, I, I guess some people just really don't have it together. Yeah, you would think. So, uh, David Proudfoot of Kissimmee, Florida, not going well for you, my friend. No. All right. 
Um, new eight-night Alaska cruises on the Wonder are going to be available uh, for sailings on September of 2023. That's right. They've added a new Alaska itinerary, which departs on September 11th, 2023. This is a one-time Alaska cruise of eight nights. It has ports of call at Dawes Glacier, Skagway, Juneau, Sitka, and Ketchikan. Uh, staterooms start at $2,975, and guests can book immediately. Uh, earlier in the summer, the Wonder will also have five, seven, and nine-night sailings from Vancouver to Alaska, uh, and that is what's going on there. But I think the big news is uh, for the cruise line that the Disney Wish has entered the fleet. Yes. Uh, the christening ceremony was on the 29th. Yep. It was attended by Bob Chapek, insert boos and hisses, Yeah. Uh, Josh Damaro, uh, Annika Nani Rose, who mm-hmm. is the voice of Tiana, uh, appeared and sang. Uh, Disney's own uh, a cappella group, De Capella, yep. uh, was there to perform. Uh, the Wish uh, Ship's Godchildren were there to christen the ship. It was a virtual bottle of champagne, which was Oops. kind of a bummer. Kind of upset me. And they didn't even blow the horn. No, that was that's a, that's weird. You said that after the fact, and I was like, yeah, they didn't. That is really odd. Uh, but. Whatever. Um, But I think the biggest thing now is that there is a group of uh, media people that are on... And travel agents. Well, I feel like the travel agents are being media people, right? Okay. Um, You know, they're taking pictures and and posting them all over the place. But they're all um, on this first cruise. So there are actual pictures from actual people coming out of the spaces on the Disney Wish. Um, And there's there's a lot to see. Yeah. And uh, you know what's made a lot of news on this sailing? What? is the fact that in the Hyperspace Lounge, which is a new Star Wars-themed lounge on board the Disney Wish, they are selling a $5,000 Kyber Crystal drink. Okay. Um, it's a cocktail. It's listed as a non-alcoholic beverage, uh, and it is served... Wait, 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 wait. I'm paying $5,000, and there's not even booze in it? Oh, well, it's listed as non-alcoholic, so I don't know if that's true or not. If I want booze, it's probably 6000 But uh, it's being uh, served in a uh, Camtano locking storage container, which you may know from uh, the Star Wars films. It's it's definitely in The Mandalorian. It first debuted in uh, Empire Strikes Back in Cloud City. Um, and no one knows what it is. If you go to the drink menu, every other drink is listed. But this one, it just says the, you know, the Kyber Crystal drink, $5,000, no no ingredients. Weird. So very odd. But, uh, you know, maybe when we're on our cruise, we can get one. Yeah, sure. No problem. So, it, you know, people were complaining about a $6,000 weekend at the Star Wars uh, Resort. $5,000 drink. So now let's buy a $5,000 Star Wars drink. <laughs> All right. Um, How about some entertainment news? Okay. Um. Howard Stern, one of your favorites, um, accidentally confirmed an upcoming role as Dr. Doom. Yeah, they were getting ready for their summer break, and towards the end of the show, somebody asked if he was going to be working this summer, and he said, I'm going to do Dr. Doom. Uh, Apparently, his mic was not supposed to be on, Uh, um, and no one knows whether he's voicing something for a cartoon. Um, you know, it's a rumor. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, but it would it would be interesting. It, it, I can't see him doing a live action thing. So maybe it's a commercial. Maybe it's a Lego Star Wars thing. Right. I I, I don't I don't know. Okay. 
Uh, say it with pride. Disney Plus celebrates Pride 365. Uh, comes out on Disney Plus YouTube and Facebook on June 30th. That's right. This has already debuted. It debuted on June 30th at 8 p.m. Uh, and the event features LGBTQIA plus voices from all over the country as they share their stories and songs. Uh, this is the second annual version of Disney Plus's variety show, um, which is, I guess, what they're calling it. Uh, and the show will feature the guest talents of Alan Menken, Nina West, the Trans Chorus of Los Angeles, and more. Uh, of course, this Disney Pride special is available everywhere except Disney+. Plus. Uh, it is available on YouTube.com slash Disney+, and Facebook, Facebook.com slash Disney+. That's so weird. It's like sponsored by Disney+. Plus, right. They it's did, not on Disney+. They Plus. did the same thing last year. All right, let's head over for some Universal news. Okay. Um, the first coins, a Thwomp, Goomba, and a Mario flag have been added to Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood. All right. Now, most of that was English, I believe, <laughs> and I'm not really sure what you were talking about. Uh, we're not that experienced with the Mario stuff. We've played like the Mario Party games. Mario so Kart we've played. Mario. So we know that we know Mario. <laughs> we know that those games invo- involve coins. Uh, but I don't know what a thwomp or a goomba is. I know what a goomba is in Italian. <laughs> I think they're like maybe the monsters. I, I guess. Okay. Um, if you've been following, though, they are building a Super Nintendo land out at Universal Studios Hollywood. There's also expected to be one in the Epic Universe Park that they are building in Florida. Um, but progress continues there. And it really does, uh, you know, from the aerial shots that we've seen, really does look like you're stepping into uh, Mario World. It's going to be cool. Um, so uh, that's that's what's going on there if you're a Mario fan. And there's some stuff going on at Universal in Florida. Okay. Um, they have started painting the new Shrek and Donkey meet and greet location at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. We know the old Shrek ride was closed, and that means their old meet and greet went away. But they are preparing a new one, and it's going to be outside the abandoned Barney shop, which is in the Woody Woodpecker Kid Zone. Construction walls are up, and painting has begun. So you'll be able to meet uh, Shrek, Fiona, and Donkey there uh, in the relatively near future. Okay. Um, there is a new costume style for the Minions at their meet and greet in Universal Studios Florida. That's right. This week was the release of Minions, The Rise of Gru. So they have a new character uh, costume for the Minions. Uh, they're a little larger than the previous version of the Minions. Um, I don't know. I like Minions. Their eyes now move um, because they do have their goggles. So inside their goggles, their eyes move. Uh, but I believe there's Kevin... Uh, Kevin and Bob have at least been sighted. I don't know if Stuart is around, um, but uh, they are there and they are meeting with people. So that's that's fun. Okay. And you know what else they have? What? A new Minion Lounge Fly. That's pretty And cute. I included this because sometimes you you don't buy as many of the Lounge Fly bags, but you do like their style sometimes. I love them. I if If I could just have a collection that I used, you know... I don't know, once every couple of months. It'd be great, but I don't have space for that, and I don't mm-hmm. have the money for that, but they are really, really cute. All right, so this new Minion backpack uh, looks like a Minion. Uh, he's got little arms, little feet. He's and, really cute. Uh, he is available now. It, it is an auto backpack, uh, and he is available for $82. And then because I also like uh, to mention the lounge flies, they've also got a Hello Kitty one. I know you're not as big on Hello Kitty, uh, but this one is kind of cute and adorable. It is cute. And it looks like Hello Kitty. So uh, that is available for $82 as well at the Universal Studios uh, Orlando Resort. All right. Um, any other news? No. All right. So we hope everybody has a safe and happy 4th of July and gets to spend time with your family, maybe get some pool time in. 
And uh, until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 